0: A, a musician, a percussionist, uh, at a teacher over at Manhattan School of Music. I don't have to tell you the requirements that you need to get in there. The man plays like he is a bus. So if you ever see Bobby play, I mean, he's all over those drums. I mean, I don't, I, I just don't understand. Sometimes I can't see his hands. We used to do poetry together over at, uh, on 106th Street. At, what was that place called again? Uriqua Lounge. The, the FB Lounge. FB Lounge. And I couldn't believe it. He also, La Bruja, my sister also performs with him. So it's, it's just wonderful. He's wonderfully sensitive, has some great guys playing with him. Who's the trombone player who's the Columbia guy?
1: Oh, that's Dr. Chris Washburn. He's, Chris
0: Washburn, my uh, baby. I love him, man. Great. Uh, he's also a great ethnomusicologist and heads the jazz program at Columbia University. And then you have my baby who plays drums with you a lot. On- Onilaje. Uh, Obanilu. O'Banilu. O'Banilu. I love him. Uh, I was with him and his mom the other day uh, over at a tribute for Sonia. I, forgive me. You're tuned to listeners. Uh, on some radio don't get mad at, at me. WBAI, I forget I forget AI, the name sometimes, but 99. that's my baby.
2: Five FM in New York, and on the web at wbai.org.
0: This is from Valley Forge, Berkshire, Sequoia. Valley Forge, Berkshire, Sequoia. This is Tom Central. Channel open for executive order AUC
3: three four two three. Listen to this, boys.
0: I gotta talk to you. Hi, Johnny.
4: What is this? What are you doing? Pretty good
0: stuff, huh?
5: I organized a hockey team for Chris and some of his friends, huh, Chris? We have our first practice this afternoon.
4: You are looking at the coach. Call it off. Take that stuff in the garage, okay? There's gonna be
3: an accident. Call it off. Call it off?
5: What for? Chris has been looking forward to this
0: all week, huh? He's really coming out of his shell, John. Wait. I gotta talk to you.
6: Add a little nourishment, and then we'll
0: hit the ice. Oh, no, listen to me.
6: Call it off. There's going to be an accident. Call it off. A ridiculous.
5: We always get on that pond until March. What the hell is the
0: matter with you?
4: You want to kill your own son? I'm scared, Dad. For
0: Christ's sake, John. Don't be scared. Just go eat your police Don't you know who I am?
4: Of course i know who you are you think i'd have you come into my son's
5: life without checking you out but i hired you for your abilities as a teacher not as a fortune teller now don't give me any arguments
0: the ice is gonna break
1: Good
4: Yes
0: I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. I have no idea why I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, talking about this. Uh, I saw something. They saw something. Uh, There was a, a lot of light. That's all I remember.
2: I think there's no place to hide. I've had a little damn thing halfway around the world. I'm getting pretty sick of you. Yes, but you love me. Night shift again. 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 Night shift again.
0: I'll be damn late. Hi, I'm Billy D. Williams. For WBAI listener-sponsored radio, you're listening to Night Shift, where life is like science fiction. no idea i have about it, and I have no idea, (laughs) I have no idea, I have no idea why I'm here, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, talking about this, Uh, I saw something, they saw something, there was a a lot of light, that's all I know.
3: like your real name to some people know who know you are. I, I am M. All right. You are tuned to listener-sponsored radio WBAI 99.5 FM in New York. This is Night Shift. I'm Mike Sargent. I'm here with Mike from Jersey. And that's not his real name. No. And, uh, I have no idea why I'm here. I know you don't. But, uh First of all, if you've heard this show before, then then, then you kind of know what you're in for. You know that you're in for... And you're in for it. You're in for it. You are. You're, you're, you're going to be uh, taken on a journey. We're going to put... Uh, we're going to connect the dots. and By connecting the dots, let me just tell you what I mean. Uh first of all if you remember last week do you remember last week's show yeah,
5: last, last week was a last week was a good show
3: okay well last week's show i posited the 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 ongoing concept or or question uh that well you know since we can normalize everything as human beings right how uh, if we as a society as a culture of human beings were to just become insane would we know how would we know how would we know we wouldn't and so you know some listeners called and said we're living that now and one of the other things we touched upon uh, if you remember was uh how they've come to realize now that pollution uh actually affects your brain and your cognitive ability something you know i don't know why they didn't you know but it led me down a path uh you know, the fact that I'm here live again and the fact that we're doing a show and we're able to take calls, and we will take calls. And uh, I can give out the number. You want to give out the number sure. now?
5: Sure. Shall I try, do it now?
3: You can give it out now.
5: 212 209 2877. So here's the thing
3: life is like science fiction. And. We're going to be exploring certain things. We're going to connect the dots. You know, we're not scientists. We're we're journalists. We're going to take you on a journey uh, through what's going on with humanity. Just some things, and you connect the dots. I, I'm I'm going to lay it out for you, Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. Did you bring the 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 twine and the and the board? I the have a lot of dots, but we're going to connect them here on night shift. you know you're listening to that chapter. okay so i'm gonna start out light just so you know i'm gonna start out the with this is i'm just gonna start out with just uh, a few of the things that that that's going on i mean we're all aware of you know uh, let's just say we can break things into categories oh, yeah. uh, just just like every media and and outlet does and and so we all know what just happened that awful thing in turkey and yes we we you know that's it's you know mind-blowing and we there's also, an
5: earthquake in, in new york today there in Vermont, was an earthquake
3: in new york so 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 we know and we also know that the earth's rotation is yes is I know stopping. About this. we know about this yeah. too so and and there, there's all kinds of stuff like if you read science you're like what the hell is going on? all right so there's a lot going on so but i just want to talk about what humans are doing okay so okay Humans, all right. This is an interesting story uh, that that came across uh, my desk. Okay, uh, an ex banker, okay, who became a genderless dragon. Okay, and, and you have to look up genderless dragon. That's all I can say. I don't it says, even know what that Now is. my son won't talk to me. Now if you see this person is covered in tattoos, you know, spiked tongue, whole thing. I guess they've removed all their, you know, whatever. You know, things that would give them gender. And this is a thing? This is this person's thing. And, okay, so yeah. this is, we are creating ourselves. This Why is, not? This is, okay. Science we fiction. are in the age of self-creation. Okay, let's just put that out there. Meanwhile, this is an interesting story. And, and there's a point where i was just going to start giving you headlines, but that that's later on. Okay, here we are. People are zapping their brains at home to improve focus and clear brain fog. <laughs> but is it safe? Uh, I'm going to say no. That, that, that's just the headline. This is from, this is from NBC News, okay? All right, this is an under health news. It says here. Okay, and you ready? This is one of those phrases. Just the first, the first three, four words tells you we're living in the future. Okay at-home brain stimulation is flourishing among a group of enthusiasts who say it gives them a mental edge the science behind why it may work is still in the early stages now somebody's what? calling uh, listen i'm just i'm just getting what normal started human on human being
5: is i a brain see, enthusiast you
3: see now let me just say normal we'll talk about that hello you're on the air Hello. Hi. Hey. My is is this is this event?
2: I like to be in the sergeant.
3: Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let me see if I can make sure you're here. <laughs> Keep Welcome talking. Back. To me. Welcome.
2: But don't you guys censor? Like I can't even that I can actually die. Two, one, two. one two. That's right. 209 That's right. 2877. Yes. And ha- speak with you. And actually and like, get
3: through. Look at that. This is just the like mom. the old days. Okay. Hello. Now, uh now I just have to ask you Yvetna, Have you heard about this uh, brain zapping? Have you heard about this? You know, I think
2: uh, I think it's old indigenous
3: a mechanism, yeah. All right. Well, I'm um, a, let me let me tell you a little bit about it here. Okay. It says hey, now this is this is a, a recent art. This is from February fourth. Okay. okay. All right. It says here, and this is written by uh, Berkeley Lovelace Jr. Okay. Okay. That's you know quite a name. I'm sure he had a good time in school. Lovelace. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, in 2021, Craig Gibbons was diagnosed with Lyme disease. His doctor prescribed him antibiotics, but the medication failed to, amel- to eliminate most of his debilitating symptoms, a lasting brain fog that made it difficult for him to focus or recall information. So he went with a different approach, at home brain stimulation. Over the past few years, Gibbons have been experimenting with transcranial direct current stimulation or TDCS, which delivers weak electrical currents to the brain through electrodes attached to the head. Where do you buy this? Uh, listen, okay? It's some electrodes. So, it a, 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 hey, Mike from New Jersey, stop laughing. That's right. This is this, thing. this is a good thing. Here we go. Hey, but, I'm not laughing. Listen, I'm just going to tell you what the uh, we're just and like I said, we're just getting started. Okay. Brain stimulation comes in many different forms, but they're all centered on the same idea: sending tiny zaps to specific parts of the brain to alter its activity. Some of its uses are well established transcranial magnetic stimulation is used in hospitals and clinics as a way to treat depression another version, deep brain stimulation involves surgically implanting electrodes in the brain and has been used for years to ease symptoms of Parkinson's disease Gibbons32 has heard it could be used to alleviate symptoms of brain fog he says it helped wake me up a little bit and get things going it says most brain stimulating techniques involve placing electrodes, conductors through which the electricity travels, just like you've seen in, you know, all those science fiction movies and Frankenstein films. Absolutely. Okay. On certain parts of a person's head, these electrodes send tiny electrical impulses through the skull to the brain. Now, at home devices are available online typically range and costs from as little as 40 to around $500. That's right. One. That's right. It. it says they're usually, I'm now here's I'm a description. Are you ready? Are you ready? They're usually no bigger than a television remote or a of smartphone. Batteries, head caps, straps, and saline and other accessories needed to send the weak pulses of electricity are sometimes sold separately.
5: Oh, of course. So, so it's like there a brainstorm
3: machine. They, they, they've been marketed as having clearance from the FDA. And uh, so there it is. Now, it says here, now they, this is, this is the, the, the other part here. It says here, the science is in its early stages. So they are just, basically, they're saying that they, they did a study. That included 150 people between the ages of 65 to 88 who did not have a diagnosed neurological disorder. They were asked to wear a cap embedded with electrodes for 20 minutes for four consecutive days. The type of stimulation was similar to transcranial direct current stimulation, but used a different type of electrical current. So imagine you could get in your uh, Tesla... Re- yes. You know, put on your cap, get rid of the brain fog, and tr- drive like the wind. No, okay. but
2: why do, you, why do you need a Tesla? Well, I'm Most just saying because... because can cause afford a Tesla. Yeah,
3: but, you know, how many people can afford a $500 uh, brain... Uh, all right, well, uh, you know.
2: well, it's better than psychedelics and...
3: <sighs> Uh, well, listen. We're going to the we're hey, gonna,
2: get, gonna get to psychedelics. We're going to get
3: to psychedelics. We're going to get to psychedelics. So, so they said that the 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 and I love this name here. The the this you ready for the what they're calling like the four hundred fifty dollar device? Stop. It's the Caputron. <laughs> <laughs> oh they couldn't God. make that up. Your
1: <laughs> Caputron.
5: That's on right. Sale now. It says
3: Caputron for about four hundred fifty dollars. It helps with. I'm you sorry.
5: At Bed Bath and Beyond. Stop.
3: Okay, listen. I would totally <laughs> yeah. buy one. The don't don't listen. Don't. I'm not going to front. I would totally buy one. Here's my question. Try it. Would you get the cheapo um, listen, forty dollar one? No, no, no. I'm getting. I would at least get the Caputron. Take chances with my I would brain. get the Caputron two thousand with gold plated electrodes. No, I'm just saying. I, I would try. it. So, See, the
2: question's really Welcome, and is not paying for
3: it. Well, listen. This woman here says. That, Listen, this, will insurance pay for it? That is a good question. They uh, should. They pay for <laughs> That's yeah, right. That's People call, calling their insurance tomorrow. They I want to so. get a trans-cradio. right, so here it is. Uh, this woman is the last thing I'll say on it. It says a woman, Kathleen Kane Willis, 53, of Michigan, says she's been using the TDCS device that she purchased online for $250 to help alleviate some of her long COVID symptoms, including brain fog. Wild. Now, there it is. You so didn't even notice COVID symptoms. You didn't even notice was going on. No, I had no right? Idea. that's right. Of course not. Of course not. That's why you listen to Night Shift. Yes. Right. Okay, so now that is an interesting story, I thought, and I thought that uh, wow. it says it says a lot. But um here's an, another interesting story, okay, that I think also suggests something. Meanwhile, This is in NeuroscienceNews.com. Spice of life. Cinnamon helps boost learning and memory. Cinnamon, the popular aromatic spice used in baking and cooking, could do more than just wake up your taste buds. A new study reveals eating products with cinnamon can help improve memory and learning and may also reduce symptoms of anxiety. Previous research reported cinnamon has a positive effect on health. Studies have revealed cinnamon has anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and anti-cancer properties. The spice can also help boost immune system function. Now, a team of researchers from the Berlin University of Medical Sciences completed a meta-analysis of prior research papers reporting cinnamon consumption could help reduce or prevent memory loss and improve learning. So there it is.
5: You know, what, I've been eating a lot of cinnamon French yeah, toast lately. Yeah, well,
3: you think it's helping? I think it's I'll, paying you off. You know, I don't know. I'll <laughs> let you know. I, I'm, I'm waiting. So uh, it says here, uh, these studies focused on young adults be- below the age of 60. They were instructed to chew sticks of cinnamon gum while the pre-diabetic adults consumed two grams of white bread laced with cinnamon just yeah, like I you, right from Jersey, That's right. You so, call me white bread. I'm just saying, that's uh, what you were eating. So, I, I rice think it's. I, th- I think rice it's interesting pudding. that if we're,
2: you were from a Puerto Rican family. You'd you would already have this. The rice pudding. You'd, <laughs> <laughs>
3: cinnamon <laughs> in the rice pudding. There it is. You see, and, it, and after you have that rice pudding, you have like, you have great conversations. Exactly
5: partial
3: flaw. Well, I had already read I'd always read that that cinnamon en- enhances psychic ability. That's, that's what I read. Uh, and I read this years <laughs> years ago. No, I'm serious. I read this years ago. Started you literally brought this up in the 90s. Sticks. See, you remember this. Yeah. Right, that's right. I was chewing cinnamon sticks. At any rate. rate, I just think that that... I want to
2: go back to brain
3: fog. You want to go back to brain fog? Oh, we, we, we're going to go deep in on brain fog. But, but what are we going to say? Because I have quite we're going to be connecting dots on brain fog this evening but what, what is it you, did you have a question or did you want me
2: to make sure well, i get back to that uh, you know transmagnetic stimulation is an fda approved yes, device it is. yes it is because really? really expensive insurances don't usually pay for it and it's very expensive well
3: you Fine. get the 40 dollar one
2: no but let's go back to simplicity okay you know
3: what it is? It's acupressure
2: points of the brain.
3: Ah! It's what we've known mm. forever. See, like and cinnamon.
2: I'm all in on this forty dollars device. I'm
3: in. I told you. I, listen, I'm getting one too. I'll, I'll be back on the air, telling solving problems.
5: <laughs> Good evening, citizens. Good evening.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Good evening. It's me, Doctor Cinnamon. All right, but no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I, I, listen, why not? Why not try it? Like if I can all of a sudden like snap out of this fog, not that I'm in a fog, but I mean, you know, maybe I'll put it on it and realize I've been in a fog. Yes. But then, you know, that would be like you wake up and you're in the matrix. Like I'm in the night shift on. fog. There it is. So, all right. So part of the the dichotomy here is 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 all these newfangled things versus uh you know ancient wisdom things that 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 just come from the earth that we didn't have to you know manufacture or or it doesn't have to be man made it's 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 nature made and and what can that do and and what are we doing to ourselves i mean we can become genderless dragons <laughs> all right or or we could you know stimulate our brains, but but here's the thing here now. Now, connecting the dots. Did you hear about this story? Okay, because this sounds like, uh, like a horror movie to me. Archaeologists have unearthed a 4,000-year-old board game.
5: No, no.
3: Now, they just have to figure out the rules. Archaeologists in Oman have found a 4,000-year-old stone board game at a Bronze and Iron Age settlement. Near the village of An Bani Saida in the North Hajar Mountains in Kumaira Valley. Yeah, they're really testing there. Yeah, exactly, they're testing me there. Such finds are rare, but examples are known from an area stretching from India through Mesopotamia, even to the eastern Mediterranean. So, so how
2: do they know it's
3: a game? Well, they said that, okay, it says here. Well, if you see the photo of it, it's, you know, that, that's a very good question. How do they know it's a game? It could be, how do they know it's not a warning? Like, she's like that scientist. Right. How do they know, like, excuse me? Like, it's all the scientists game. are debating it, all these old men. Right. And she raises her hand, excuse me, how do we know it's a game? And the music's like... And then everything changed. All right, so I, uh, you know, I don't know they said here it's it's a four thousand year old that says the most famous example of a board game based on. All right, this is what it says: such findings are rare, uh, but he says the most famous example of board game based on a similar principle is the one from the graves from Ur in a royal cemetery in Iraq. Oh, now why are right. they digging up these cemeteries I you know I don't understand. Anyway, it says here the ancient game is referring to one that was discovered in 1922 is about 4500 years old and is a two-player game similar to backgammon. It is now in the collection of the British Museum of London. Of course so they it is. so they raided this cemetery from this other country and hey, put this in. They put it in the in the there it is the imperial so, treasures. Exactly, <laughs> imperial treasures. Exactly. So uh, so this newly uh, discovered large stone board in Oman had a had grid like markings, seemingly. It in,
2: just, what just actually exists someplace the, in the world.
3: Yeah, this yeah. Is, this photos. looking up right now. Look up four thousand year old board game. They just found this in January. This is news. This is this is from ArtNet news, but this is news. This is archaeology news.
5: By the way, somewhat related. Did you hear that they just found in Egypt the oldest mummy? Yes,
3: yet? yes, and and they they they, they from from fo- those findings they they've 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 been able to figure out some of the ingredients they used for mummification. Yes, yes, yes.
5: And because it was so completely. Never found before. It was there was no looting, so So completely completely never.
3: So completely never found before. Is that the uh, technical uh, term that they use? Never be found. Is that is that an archaeological term? There. uh, Scientific. (laughs) Scientific.
2: So I I have a question, and I'm totally deviating from the subject. But compost. You know, when you die, is that a thing?
3: Um, to compost well you know there are things there's like you could be turned into a mushroom there's like a mushroom thing you can have happen to you you can be turned into uh, you know uh, a tree I mean there are so many things that they can do now with you like you have all these choices of what you want to happen
2: but is that that the thing in New
5: York
3: that's a good question I don't know am I from Jersey I don't know about this why don't you know why don't you look that up
5: I want to go to space I want to be like like one of those people that get shot in the space
3: what, no. what people are going to be getting shot? Nobody's getting shot in space. No, we're going to clutter up space with, with your <laughs> carcass? No. There's like three Star Trek cast members up there already. Oh,
5: Isomov is up there. Isomov is, is up there? I think he is. I know that Hunter Thompson's up there. How do you get that to happen? You just, you, I guess you, you... just leave it in your could,
3: will? Like, I'm leaving that in my will. Put me in a rocket? Shoot me into space. Yeah, and I want to see if it happens. So, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that that's, that's in your... That, I don't know if that's in the stars for you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got to say. So, so, let me now... Talking about archaeologists and talking about movie concepts, how about this one? Seven-and-a-half-foot-long sword from 4th century Japan may have protected deceased from evil spirits. Archaeologists have unearthed an oversized ceremonial iron sword and bronze mirror shaped like a shield from a 1,600-year-old burial mound in Nara, Japan. The archaeologists wow. in Japan have unearthed a seven and a half foot long iron sword during the excavations of the sixteen hundred year old. Are there visuals? Uh, yes, of see. course. There is there's, there's photos. Yes, you can look this up. And it says here this is uh, this is okay. The archaeologist's name is Riku Morase, an archaeologist for the Nara City Archaeological Research Center, who unearthed the sword. in tone, said it was it was too big to be used as a weapon. It's too large to weld as a weapon. So its purpose was probably to protect the person it was buried with from evil spirits. Wow.
5: You can't tell me that's not an
3: Indiana Jones film. Okay, and then, but then they dig it up. You <laughs> right. know, it's like, And then okay, the spirits are loose. Like, <laughs> simply, I've seen this movie like five <laughs> times. All right, so I'm just saying. So I, I just found that slightly uh, fascinating. It could that be in host bodies, yes, right? At the house. Speak. Listen, meanwhile meanwhile okay this is what else the humans are doing i think you know about this hold on i think this is oh yeah how about this one 17 pound meteorite found in antarctica likely hidden for a millennia
5: i do know about this
3: perfectly intact so we're digging up stuff and and I don't know if you've been seeing as as these uh, there's, there's been uh, giant riverbeds that are drying up in this yes. and weird symbols <laughs> yes. in 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 the dry up water beds. So isn't
5: it true? Like Lake Mead may not uh, re re up in our lifetime. Uh, you know,
3: I am talking about these.
5: But you are talking about the, these, so uh, talking about the symbols.
3: In, 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 well, the symbols in, in I think it's in China or Japan, I forget. So, uh, but meanwhile scientists have created a weird new type of ice that is almost exactly as dense as water researchers have created a never before seen they never before seen form of ice with a disorganized structure and a density almost exactly like that of liquid water oh that's that that is frightening <laughs> yes it is like a yeah. Marvel comic okay. film. exactly exactly
2: it's like what
3: okay exactly you always think I, I need to get the sound bite from jurassic scary. park That's where scary. he goes just because they can doesn't mean they should all right it says the here, shoulders of giants exactly and- exactly here, here we go It says uh using ultra cold temperatures and some steel ball bearings, scientists have created a brand new bizarre form of ice that has the same density of liquid water. The ice known as medium density amorphous ice Fits into a gap. Does it have an acronym? No, well, no, they don't have an acronym yet. No, they don't. Yeah, would be M D A I. Uh, so it says the the medium density amorphous ice fits into a uh, fits into a gap in the annals of frozen water that scientists weren't sure would ever be filled. Unlike the crystalline ice that forms naturally <laughs> on Earth, this newly created ice doesn't have an organized molecular structure instead its molecules are in a chaotic mismatch more like more like gas you can call
5: it wet ice because you have dry ice a state known
3: as amorphous wow so there it is they call this this new goldilocks version of amorphous ice is right in the middle almost exactly matching liquids water density it's and they keep saying it's something new. It's something completely new. They they say it like five but they, times. They created this. Yes, yes, it is. They're very happy with themselves. So and he calls it a crazy Friday afternoon idea.
5: Mike, let me ask you this question. So this is sort of back to what you were saying about the meteorite, just in general, just in terms of putting all these things together and and going back to the theme of last week's show about the, the craziness and accepting whether or not you are crazy. If we found a completely intact spaceship in the Arctic or somewhere, would you even be surprised?
3: The, that was the thing. Was that the movie? The thing? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, well, we, here, yeah. we totally listen. First of all, if they found it, they've already gone in, and and that's why we keep right. and we reveal. And I have some secrets. I have see. I have twenty four newly revealed CIA, CIA secrets. I have it for you right here. I have it all for you here. That's right. Listen, you're going to classified documents. It's only ten forty. Okay. All right. Just keep that in mind. All right. We're just getting going. all
2: right yes, what's the question is. Yes. The real question is experience it would share it with the world would you keep it private
3: like what if you found the spaceship in the backyard No. what
2: yeah
3: if you if you found like there was like an alien in your basement would you let the media know whatever
2: or found it on the beach you encountered it i don't know you're gonna call
3: it in you could you could you could could, no you'd have to be like uh Keep it
2: in your closet. You keep it private.
3: That's right. What you Either that, or you, or you could like anonymously an take life. videos and not and then you, you could put videos up and not say much, not give any and and like the if internet no one will, will believe go, it's real. It will, exactly. Future. No one will believe it's real. Exactly. <laughs> no one will believe <laughs> it's real. But
2: who do you call, Mike?
3: Who do, well, I would call the Ghostbusters.
2: Who? No, well, I'm I'll kidding. You who do you I call? Call two one two. Two zero nine two eight seven
3: seven. Oh, that's right. We can could tell you right exactly what to do if you have aliens you in your basement, in your home. That's right. Call two one two. You have an 2- alien 2- board game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If you find aliens, please call us now. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's that's perfect. All right. So now here's the other thing about. Um, well, I won't even get to to something. All right, we talk about scary all right yes. cuz and i say scary and and this is this comes back to to you know what we're doing as humans now one thing that's that's ha- that has happened as we've seen in and and this is kind of the jump off into the next section here but we we've also seen like like i say we're in the age of of lying you know and and we've the more we know about the the past the more we know about uh wh- what 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 was said in the past, you know, doctors recommend smoking to pregnant mothers. You know, th- you know, the more we, the more we learn about how things were were that were unhealthy for us were going on, whether it's pesticides or food or smoking or cancer-causing, a million different things that were untested or, uh, let's just say, marketed, even though they knew that you know this color of this dye was going to make people. Crazy was wasn't there some candy There's, that had? A, yeah, I, I yeah. can tell
5: you exactly. It's yeah. Skittles. Skittles. And I believe right. it was purple.
3: All right, there it is. Skittles will kill you. All right, so all of that. Now, um, so it's hard, also in this age of misinformation, to to know what to believe, right? So you have to put, you have to trust, you know. And, and when it comes to marketing, you know, you're always trying to have something that, you know, let's just say, sounds legitimate. Right. You know, you always reading about, you know, this company said it was organic and it wasn't organic and it was a lawsuit, you know. So uh, I just thought that this to me is scary. You know, the, you, the other stuff is scary. Oh, okay. No. It says eye drops recalled after CDC links no. them to vision loss no. and one death. Now, hold on a second. Ha. Okay. So, okay, I'm just like, what? I, I, how is it that something that's supposed to help your eyes will blind you or kill you? And it's yes, it okay. is true. There, wait,
2: there are yeah, some wait.
3: eye drops. Yeah, yeah exactly. So now, now, here's the best part, the second part of the headline here. An eye drop product linked to a cluster of serious bacterial infections has been voluntarily recalled oh, by its, man- its manufacturer. Oh! Yeah, why how, not? How nice. <laughs> voluntarily recalled. they said, uh, you know, and and I also have to say, there is a website you can go to where they tell you all the stuff that's being recalled? recalled that's being Stop. recalled every day there's stuff that's being recalled it, it's frightening if you go but anyway it says here federal health officials recently linked a cluster of serious bacterial infections to an eye drop called Ezricare artificial tears now the products manufacturer global pharma health care no I like their name, right? Okay. Uh, Is voluntarily recalling all lots of the product with an expiry due to possible contamination. Now, sounds like an evil video game. I'm just saying, how do you have a product that's supposed to go into your eye get contaminated?
2: (laughs) That's, that's, uh, that's the American economy. Exactly. Yes, how exactly. Many, how many
5: Mike, were you the one that said exactly. like, the article about the people that were like dying their eyeballs and then they were becoming blind? Yes,
2: of course.
3: Yes, oh, of course. God. What were you going to say though, Yvette?
2: So how many pharmaceuticals they have, they actually have liability, you know, that they can help in one indication and have a side effect and another indication they actually have a legal team to offset liability. Oh, of course.
3: Well, they and say here that they, this is what they say in the article. They say that, oh, the outbreak is rare and extensively drug resistant. Okay, it's rare. No,
2: it's not that rare. Like, well, I'm saying for not this, not- this,
3: this outbreak of the strain of this is what they call it. It's called P dot eruginosa. Does not sound like something you want to get. It's it's pseudonymous aeruginosa, a germ that usually poses the highest risk of infection to hospitalized people with surgery of burn wounds.
5: <laughs> it sounds like something that gives you so, the zombie virus. I thinking?
2: actually have a funny story. Okay. So I um my I had I had a thigh, right? And I had eye drops. <laughs> and then I had a nail that was broken. And I had nail glue. And they were identical in shape, size. And I did a really bad thing. I put them both in my kit. Uh, wait, 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 wait.
3: Back up. You had a what and a what? No, no. You had a what and a what? There. going there. Wait. You had a what and a what?
2: All right. Listen. So... I had two products. I had an eye drop, and I had a nail glue, and they both aesthetically were the same shape, size.
3: Am I going to scream? Am I going to scream? Am I going to scream? Do you have yes. a gla- Do you have a glass eye now? And I never yes. knew. as you yes. tell me you have a glass eye?
2: Yep. Yep. So I I I woke up with dry eyes. I had a dry (laughs) eye. I woke up in the morning and my eye was irritated. I couldn't see. Oh no. So I pulled out, you know, two things that were identical, the glue and the eye drop. Oh, yeah. You're right. I crazy glued my eye. Stop. I did, I did, I did. And and then it went to Urgent Care. And that was a
5: whole other show. It did. So you were the story on the warning label that's like, don't put it in your eyes. Yes.
3: You know, I always envision that in the scene, in a scene where, where in a movie where, where, you know, this, this, you know, someone's being abused and she's going to get him. Oh. And he's always got dry eye. And she just replaces it. And she swaps it, it, and out, she swaps it out. And you, you just see him get up and then you just cut to... out the And you see her smiling as she's leaving with her bags, you know. Wow. Wow. bet. you're lucky all you did is glue your eye shut. And you are very lucky. Yeah, I
2: just kind of saying, Michael. Yes. I am the girl who...
3: You're the, you're the girl who what? Uh, with,
2: uh, you know, in my eye.
3: Yeah. Forever. You will, be, you will be known as that girl who put it in her eye.
5: So, is, is the moral of that story don't put similar objects next to each other?
3: Uh, you know, the moral of the story <laughs> is just, you know, Thank don't you. put glue next to the eye drops. <laughs> All right, Utah R2 to listener sponsored radio.
5: WBAI.
3: WBAI. 99.5 FM in New York. And, and what's the phone number here? Some people were calling
5: 212 209 2877.
3: Okay, we're gonna move on a little bit here now. Now we're gonna get a little, uh, just a little bit heavier here. Uh, I, I mean, I will come back to this periodically because I do actually have twenty-four declassified military and CIA secrets. I love stories like this. Okay.
5: Do you have like some paranoia music for this? Uh, segment? No,
3: this is this is you know you'll hear the the monkey screaming, right. uh, but and you know they just list them and they have drawings. Of them, and it's and and I'm just going to read some of the names before I even tell you what they are. Project 1794. Oh boy. Project Iceworm. Tell me that doesn't sound like a James Bond movie. Project MK Ultra. Oh, well, wow, I know all about that one. Well, yeah, that one, you know, they turned into a movie. Aerial 51, of course. Project Grudge. Operation Paperclip.
5: I know that one too.
3: Operation Northwoods. You know about the Manhattan Project, yes. obviously, okay? Operation Gladio. Uh, that one I don't know this. The My Lai Massacre. Operation Wash I don't know.
1: That,
3: that sounds that. like something from Get Smart. Okay.
5: Operation Paintbrush, oh,
3: and and this is my favorite because it sounds like a band name, Acoustic Kitty. Oh, you remember yeah. that one? I told you about the Acoustic Kitty. Yes, yes, where they trained this cat. Didn't did I, did I talk just, about this in the air? I sent it to you. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the air where they where they put wow. they spent like two million dollars to outfit this cat with an acoustic. Uh, they spent millions of dollars to have to train these domestic cats to spy on the Soviet Union, and then. When they released the cats, the cats couldn't be bothered. <laughs> they like, stayed in the same here. room, and they they abandoned the project. So yeah, this is an actual. So cat, this is so an actual. They spent years. they spent something like two, either two or twenty million dollars, something ridiculous. So who did, did this? Who did the government? The CIA. This is in nineteen sixty-seven. They did this. Huh? MK is the, the brainwashed Acoustic walking. kitties trained cats
2: spent that kind of money they you spent
3: did. that kind of we did we did america who's they the cia you, you paid for that with your tax <laughs> you for dollars. that with your tax dollars that's correct central and, and and here's the funny part central intelligence agency and then after millions of dollars they realized, oh you know what cats don't give a damn yeah we can't really get them to do what i'm gonna want, sit on, on my butt and do nothing dude like you know I'm, I would like to have been running that operation. So, uh, like, that should be a movie with, like, George Clooney. Mom. He did one with a goat or something. All right, so. Who did? Who spent that money? <laughs> exactly. Who spent that money? That's right. That's like the the boss comes in finally, finally and says, okay. Um, and now, just speaking of the government, you all know about the... Uh, the Chinese balloon. Yes. Okay, which is, you know, and first of all, do you realize that balloon is like 200 feet?
5: It's very high up. It's, no, 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 no,
3: 200 feet. Oh, wide. Wide. Yes, wide. yes, yes. yes okay, yes. all right. So this is a gigantic balloon. And, and okay, there's a story here. And I just reading the beginning of the story is enough to, to lay out the life is like science fiction part. And this was on NPR. They said, this wasn't the first Chinese balloon over the U.S. No. Why were the others ignored? Okay, and they say that there was at least like three of them. Four, no, four others in recent years, okay? And and here's my favorite part. My favorite part is just this, this this whole response from uh, General Glenn Van Herck, the head of NORAD, the officer responsible for domestic air threats. He held a news conference that the military only learned of the intrusions after they were pieced together by intelligence community after they happened. Now, let me just, before I read this sentence... It, you know, there's, there's a thing uh, about language where, you know, you put certain words together and you you have to go, huh? You know, you ever read a contract? They're like, what? You, you, and it's got all this. They call it, they call it legalese where they oh, yeah, yeah. fill these words. Okay. You know, did they create this language just so that you'd have to pay them to figure out what it means? So here we go. As a NORAD commander, it is my responsibility to detect threats to North America, Van Herk said. I will tell you that we did not detect those threats, and it's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out.
6: Okay.
3: There you go. (sighs)
6: The domain, yes, awareness.
3: Uh, the domain awareness gap. Okay, he was yeah, ready with that.
2: definitely a plug,
3: right? Ex- Exactly. He had that statement ready. Tell him it was a uh, domain awareness gap. Now, now here's yes. my question. What's what? like three mm-hmm. days ago?
5: They were, they, were, they were saying like, oh, there's a second balloon. And now no one is saying anything about this second balloon.
3: Well, they're, they're tracking it. Oh, okay. So, uh, so why call it a balloon? Well, because it ball? is a balloon. Why?
2: It's just a so, giant
3: 200-foot yeah, balloon.
2: Language. No, it's not.
3: Well, it sounds harmless. It does. It sounds harmless.
2: Aircraft.
3: Exactly. It they they, they could have called it They could have called it an aircraft. Giant circular for aircraft.
2: Reason, for a reason. Because nope. it's a clause. It's a dirigible. There it is. They're the
3: a dirigible. dirigible. Hello, you're it on the hard. air. Somebody else called in. Hello? All right. They hung up. And what's the phone number here? 212-209-2877. Okay, here we go. Now, this is also another did you hear about this FBI agent who was uh, indicted?
5: Yes. Okay, the spy? Uh, the spy. Yes. Well, yeah,
3: he was like formerly the FBI's top counterintelligence. counterintelligence. Yes. And and it says here, he was indicted for allegedly selling access to Russian and Albanian officials in exchange for hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. It's all about the way. So anybody can be corrupted. You realize that, right?
5: Some people do it idealistically. This is just for the cash.
3: What do you mean idealistically? Like, That's what you tell you yourself. Know, in, the,
5: in the James Bond days, yeah, you know, some exactly. people were tried and true communists.
3: Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In terms of uh, when it comes to money, okay, in, in many ways, the concept of money has has kind of corrupted the soul of mankind. and And... I don't know if you heard, did. You hear this story about uh, you know they uncovered th- this recording f- of these um, people who work for United Healthcare talking about this case for this young man. I don't think I've heard. Okay, this. all right now, and I'm I'm only bringing this up just again as another as another point in the star that we're we're creating another another touch point here, just in terms of where we are as humans. You know, this is a healthcare agency. You Forget about the eye drops. Okay. So, United Healthcare tried to deny coverage to a chronically ill patient. He fought back, exposing the insurers' inner workings. Now, this is an article from ProPublica. Okay. It's a nonprofit. Uh,. It's a nonprofit media publication. So it says in May, 2021, a nurse at United healthcare called a colleague to share some welcome news about the problem that the two had been grappling with for weeks. And it basically goes on to talk about how, um, it says United provided health insurance plan for students at Penn state university. It was a large and potentially lucrative account. Lots of young, healthy students paying premiums in and not too many huge medical reimbursements going out. Right. You're with me? All right. So That's it's, it's like, great. Let's insure them. Okay. So, but one student was costing United a lot of money. Christopher McNaughton, he suffered from a crippling case of ulcerative colitis, an ailment that caused him to, to develop severe arthritis, debilitating diarrhea, uh, numbing fatigue, and life-threatening blood clots. His medical bills were running nearly $2 million a year. United had flagged McNaughton's case as a high dollar account and the company was reviewing whether it needed to keep paying for the expensive cocktail of drugs crafted by a Mayo Clinic specialist that had brought McNaughton's disease under control after he had been through years of misery. So on the 2021 phone call which was recorded by the company itself The nurse, Victoria Kavanaugh, told her colleague that a doctor contracted by United. Now, let's let's connect the dots here. There's a nurse working for the doctor. Right. Okay. A nurse working for the doctor. And and she's talking to the uh, person at United about, you know, their findings about this case. That's costing them a lot of money. You're with me? Yes. Okay. So it says on the 2021 phone call, which was recorded by the company nurse Victoria Kavanaugh, told her colleague that a doctor contracted by be United by United to review the case concluded that McNaughton's treatment was not medically necessary. Whoa. Now, they described the call, but I'm, I'm going to... So I'm gonna, this is the, the guy's doctor. This, no. No, this is the, just a doctor. This, this, this is a doctor the that department. they hired Got Got so it. they can try and get out of it. I see. Okay. okay. And now she calls, okay, this guy, the insurance broker who works for United Healthcare. His name is Daniel Opperman. Okay. And this is how they're handling this patient. I'm going to play it. It's 36 seconds. Okay. I'm going to play it to you. Okay. This is the phone call of the nurse talking to the guy from United Healthcare wow. about this yep. man who's been suffering. You ready?
5: Yes.
2: Oh. Sorry to bother you. I, I have some uh, updated news for you. Hi, Dave. This is Victoria. Um, sorry to bother you. I, I have some uh, updated news. For you okay. Um, we did get the medical review back from the gastroenterologist, and um, he states that it's not medically necessary treatment. <laughs> yeah, I knew
4: that was coming. I
2: did. I did too. But I thought maybe they saw something I didn't because I'm not a doctor. So, you know.
3: He's laughing. Yeah, exactly. So that coming back to uh, where we are as humans is he's like, like, I knew that was coming. I did health care handling your case. So, of course, they stopped paying and he had to take them to court. And that's how this these records were revealed. And, they, and it also revealed, United you know, inaccurately reported to Penn State and the family that his doctor agreed to the lower doses of his medication. I mean, they did all kinds wow. of it, it just, It's just it's an awful, awful article. But again, like I said, it, it speaks to it, the more you read, the, the worse it gets. So I'm not going to bring us completely down. But that's just to say this is this is as Charlton Heston would say. Hold on. I have to have it. That was the kind of world we'd made. Wow. So, that was the kind of... Uh, are you there? This is. I'm, I'm sure this does not surprise you in any way, Yvette.
2: So, can I can I just say mm-hmm. one thing? Sure. And, uh, you know, oftentimes when mm-hmm. we're prescribed medication, it's formulary, right? So, if it's not on the top four insurance companies are not going to pay for it and it it's it's uh it's not symbiotic you know a doctor can want to prescribe medication but if it's not paid for by insurance right who's who's gonna do who's gonna do the call if you have to get on the phone the insurance companies and and uh author, prior they call it prior authorization. That takes four hours As I am um I'm upset because they place the burden on the referring doctor so if if my primary wants to refer me. But I can't get a referral. Like, where does that burden go? It doesn't go me. I, I wish I can, you know, make a phone call, pick up a make a call, make a claim, but they don't allow the patient to do that. The burden goes on the referring doctor. This is a huge problem in healthcare in America.
5: One of huge. many, one of many. No, a friend of mine, I won't say what hospital, but uh, a a friend of mine um, brought her partner to to a New York hospital, and she had a a burst appendix. And so anyway, um, luckily everything was okay, eventually went home. She gets this like $2,500 bill from the hospital. And so she calls them up and they're like, what's, so what's the deal with this? And they're like, oh, it's, you know, blah, 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 cost. And she's like, well, I, I, I want this itemized. And then the hospital gets back to her and like, you know what? You only have to give us $600. <laughs> well,
3: and that, again, this is this comes back, to, again, to, to, to money right? and uh, corporate ethics. Education.
2: And, and, uh, Education.
3: What, what part are you talking about? Education.
2: Education. Everything.
5: Um, You mean educate yourself in terms of?
3: Oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, we see. I'm not talking about the solution. You're talking about the solution is education. I agree. Uh, You know, or else you'll get taken advantage of. But I'm just saying the problem here is that people are trying to take advantage of you. That's the problem. People are trying to.
2: Well, the problem is we're not previewed what we can ask for. That like, is a problem as right? well. I that don't is, know what my right are. Well, there it is. Like education. Yeah,
3: again, that's that's well,
5: sometimes yeah, sometimes just asking questions is the solution.
3: Well, it, it can lead to the solution, let's put it like that. So I, I I agree. I think that we are kept in the dark about a lot of things and it's and and you know. All these things. If the, if you read this article, it, it's pretty pretty inflammatory. The things they did. I, I was scratching wow. the surface there. Just him, them stopping paying. I is, can completely is, imagine. Is, you know, all kinds but of you know, underhanded it. stuff. But I say that to say this is this is where we are. So now. Is that insane? Is it insane that, that we would be so unethical? Is, 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 is a lack of ethics uh, a sign of insanity? Or... See, that's a slightly different question. Wow. I'm going to
5: say no. Okay. I'm going to say I'm, that's not insanity I'm, at all.
3: I'm glad you said that. Hello, you're on the air.
2: Right. am a different question.
3: Yes, you're on the air. You're going to have to turn down your radio. like seven people. Yeah, I did. Yes, who is this? You know, my name is Gregory. You know, I just... Uh, when, you, when you distill... <clears throat> The um, injustices and the uh, the egregious greed and acts of uh, corporations in corporate America. Uh, we have a uh, an innate remedy to these people, but we pretend that we are too sophisticated, educated, and civilized not to exercise this option. My suggestion is to eliminate these people. Here. Cleanse them from the earth. Oh, well, I can see that is a solution. That is a solution. <laughs> I will not deny that that is wow. a solution. That is a solution. Cleansing them and from I, the earth. I'm afraid to ask okay. any no. question. Listen, related to that I just want to know. You know what? Uh, you know where do I? You know where do I uh, sign up? No, I'm kidding. But um. I <laughs> I, I agree. Now, here's my question. Okay, you know, we, we touched upon something because now I'm gonna I'm gonna get to to you know, I asked is 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 a lack of ethics? Is that you know, it, it can be argued that racism, okay, is is a form of insanity. It's 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 a it's a it's a it, it can be argued. It's a mental illness. It can be argued that that carrying around this this hate and being taught this it, it you know, how we define mental illness is is a whole other conversation I'm only going to touch upon here as we connect some dots. So I'm going to read a few things to you because are you aware of something called neuroplasticity? Yes. Okay. Now, yeah. all right, you are. All right. Now, just for those who are listening who don't know what neuroplasticity is, because it, it sounds self-explanatory. It says neuroplasticity is known as the brain or brain plasticity, the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. It is when the brain is rewired to function in some way that differs from how it previously functioned. These change, yes, these changes range from individual neuron pathways, making new connections to systematic adjustments, uh, adjustments like cortical remapping, an example of neuroplasty could be circuit and network changes that result from learning a new ability. Environmental influences, practice, and psychological stress. Now, I'm just going to say that one more time. Examples of neuroplasticity. This is your brain changing. Okay. Include circuit and network changes that result from learning a new ability. Right. Environmental influences. That's pretty broad. Remember we talked about smog and what that does. Right. Okay. Practice. Okay, practice, Reinfor- practice. Brain, brain reinforcement, Ah, brain reinforcement, very well put, and psychological stress. Yeah. Now, now that is opening. Uh, that's that's the table of contents here. So I'm just going to go through a few things here.
5: And also related to this, it's it's <coughs> a fact that when you learn a language, apparently your brain chemistry changes. Uh, it,
3: well, there it is now. Yeah. So Trans- we're going we're to now. So now that VMR. we're all on board with the brain's ability to change itself based on certain things, repetition, uh, stress, uh, environment. But what else you may ask oh boy. <laughs> will affect the brain. So I just, everything. I just, uh, well, everything. there it is. There it is. So everything. I'm, everything, so I'm just going to tell you what a few things do. Okay. Now, just to refresh you from last week. What smog does to our brains, okay? This, this, is, this is, and this is not new news, but okay. But this is, you know, something that, that, that is known. And this is from the American Psychological Association. It says researchers are identifying and starting uh, startling connection, startling connections between air pollution and decreased cognition and well being. And it says, wow. the okay, researchers have known since the 70s that high levels of air pollution can harm cardiovascular and respiratory health, yes. increasing the risk of early death from heart and lung disease. The effect of air pollution on cognition and mental well-being, however, has been less well understood. Now, evidence is mounting that dirty air is bad for your brain as
2: well. No, they're yeah. labeling it Jersey.
3: No, dirty air, not Jersey. I didn't say Jersey. <laughs> jersey, jersey, jersey air makes air. that'd be really stupid. funny. Yes. Jersey, <laughs> air, the, heard that process, jersey air. The process, the
6: process, known is Jersey air. That's funny. <synonymous. laughs>
3: Jersey air, Sorry. the Jersey air. Uh, okay, Sorry. people are calling. All right, but let me finish here. It says, it says okay, over the past decade, researchers have found high levels of air pollution may damage children's cognitive abilities and increase adult's risk of cognitive decline. That's right, all those city dwellers, and possibly contribute to depression. So, now that just opened the door there. That's smog. I'm just touching upon smog. You can imagine as we go into detail, that's just smog. So I said, well, I wonder what uh, noise does to noise. the brain. Yeah, background noise. And here's the, the, the title of the article. There's a recent article. Now, that smog article was from 2012. So you, they've done a lot more research. So you can look into what's going on with smog. All right, As people are calling. and, and There's a lot of people. A lot of people calling. Hello, you're on the air.
4: Hello, this is Joe from Elizabeth. How are you? Joe from Elizabeth. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I just wanted to comment on neuroplasticity. Yes, please. Um, that my understanding is that that's the whole foundation
3: of physical therapy. Yeah. when you are trying. All right. Hello. Well, he hung up on himself. <laughs> okay, but uh, you know it's fitting. Hello, you on the air? Uh,
2: hello,
4: hello. Yes, hello. Um, are you talking about somebody having, a, a, like, um, intestinal problems? No. No? No. Okay, because if they have colitis or, uh, or Crohn's no, disease... That, they, that's, of-
3: no, that's not what we're talking about. We were talking about a man who had uh, a form of colitis who... Oh, well, he hung up there no on himself. Hello, you're in the air. Hello? Hello. Yes. Um... Hi, this is Joe from Elizabeth again. Joe, you hung up on yourself. So what were you going to say?
4: Oh, I didn't mean to. Um, I just wanted to offer that uh, my understanding, I'm not a professional, but my understanding about uh, that neuroplasticity is really the whole foundation of physical therapy, that when uh, you are trying to regain the use of a limb or a function, you're really not training your limb, you're training your brain, to recognize whatever the new reality is and then and in that way the brain is rewiring itself
3: uh well yes you're correct and, and it's retraining the brain and and uh, and i'm basically talking about neuroplasticity yes that's definitely one that's the essence of that but i'm talking about it just in reference to talking about what not so much what we know about the brain but how easily the brain can be Influenced, changed, rewired. Okay, so we already know smog, you're living in a city. If you're around cars, period. Clearly, car exhaust, diesel, all of that, that's that's gonna not that's gonna imp- impair Sound. your cognitive ability. So background noise. Here's the name of the article. How background noise is secretly killing you. Oh my God. It's just noise, it can't possibly kill us. Now this article is from a crisp. Okay, and it doesn't. And it's written by Toby Abdul Ghaffar, Okay, it says it's just noise. It can't possibly kill us. We say this innocently, and I'd actually believe it ourselves. We're justified in that background noise doesn't appear as horrifying as getting shot or jumping in front of an oncoming high speed train or any other way of killing yourself. But science is here to tell us that noise is just as deadly. Not only is it not as noticeable or instantaneous as other of death, but make no mistake, he says, it will eventually kill us. Now, it says, does noise harm your brain? He says, well, yes. yes, it turns out the continuous background noise, also known as white noise, which comes from machines and other appliances in that you can read computers, you know, all of that. Okay. Uh, Can harm your brain and it does so by overstimulating your auditory cortex, the part of the brain that helps us perceive sound, and it's even worse in children. Uh, Dr. Norman Deutsch, a psychiatrist, a researcher, uh, and the faculty, a researcher and faculty at the University of Toronto's Department of Psychiatry, in his book, The Brain That Changes Itself cites one disturbing study that showed that the closer children live to a noisy airport in Frankfurt, Germany Germany, the lower their intelligence was.
2: I So I'd like yeah. to ask you a question, like yes, when you fall yes, asleep mm-hmm. do you fall asleep to ambiance no. sounds or do you fall asleep to music or T V like No when no, you when none, you none, put your none head of the above
3: I just go to sleep. I'm not listening to music, I'm not I mean you know, no. I mean, it's so, rare. that so there's
2: I, no noise. What there's about, no noise. What about but I live in the city.
3: Noise. I live in the city, so there's always noise.
2: All right. So you hear a lot of sounds. But what about individuals who fall asleep to the TV? All well,
3: right. there it is. This is what we're talking about right here. It says here. And you, that. That's exactly what we're talking about here. So, scientists believe that background noise might hamper the proper growth and development of infants' brains. I
2: agree.
3: It says, now...
5: What about music?
3: Like, like, you know, my daughter falls asleep to jazz. Listen to this. It also sustained exposure to background noise harms your heart. Mm. Okay. It said in in a 2018 review paper in the journal of American college of cardiology showed that people who are exposed to noise stand a risk of developing one or more coronary artery artery disease, arterial hypertension, stroke and heart failure. So, this is just noise. And they also go into uh, noise induced hearing loss, sleep disruption, deprivation. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, so, all let, of these things let's look that's, at, just, that's just let's noise.
2: Look at sleep. Sleep. R- restorative. When you put your head down, it's restorative. The point is to restore and wake up with. different perception but if you're clouding the noise and the alpha and the beta and the data waves with stimuli especially if that stimuli is negative how is that restorative how is it
3: well Clearly, but it it says. I mean, if you're doing it when you're then it's even even worse because you're getting it during the day. It says, and this is an, uh, an, another study here. This is in the National Library of Medicine, uh, and this was published in 2019. Uh, and the abstract says here is that the qualitative. Uh, it says here the aim in this study is the quantitative, the quantitative and combined indicators are applied to study the effect of noise on cognitive performance. A total of 54 subjects were included in this. Study, the participants' mental workload and attention were evaluated under different levels of noise exposure. And the conclusion, the application, it says that uh, that it's it says, okay, what does it say here? It says the influence of noise and COVID has often been neglected. Noise has different negative effects. All right, they list that there are. Let's just say. Without going into the whole article, there are a lot of things that it does to you, and it does decrease your cognitive ability. So, prolonged noise, which is something that we either are subjected to, or as as Yvette's saying, we will, you know, we're going to listen to something before we go to sleep. Now, to me, I would love to fall asleep like to the ocean. Like I would love to live at the ocean, fall asleep to the ocean every night. I can't believe that that is bad. For yeah, I agree. I, I, I can't believe that that's bad for you, but...
5: What about listening to uh,
3: music every night? Well, here, here, here's something else I want to talk about. Now, one of the other things I talked about was, was stress and practice. And you said reinforcement. Yes. And this, and I I love the title of this, this is an article from, uh, this this is a cognitive research article, uh, or a paper, I should say, from the Cognitive Research Journal, Uh, The Effects of Repetition Frequency on the Illusory Truth Effect. Wow. Do you know what that means? That means that repeated information is often perceived as more truthful than new information. Now, let that sink in for a second.
5: Normalization.
3: Well, not just normalization, but that explains half the country. Okay, it says, this finding known as the illusory truth effect that is typically thought to occur because repetition increases processing fluency. So, if you've heard it a million times growing up on the TV, how many times have you, I don't know about you, I've heard, I've read stories about people who, like during the pandemic, like you know, my parents they just watched Fox News and then they became a different person, and or they, all they did is listen to this, you know, right wing crazy person, and then they went down January sixth. So people, neuroplasticity. Okay, these things are repeated to them. These things are said to them. They believe these things. They and. Does that lead to madness? Does it tap into madness? Are people. Okay,
2: can, I, I'm asking. I you, what do you think? I want to share. Yeah, please. All right. There's, there's something that I do that's opposite of madness that you're describing. And it happens to be auditory. So. Don't laugh at me. But I will record my voice and I'll make a track like I am healthy I am healing I am I am amen (laughs) I'm loved don't laugh at me I'll do all of these positive affirmations to the brain is like a computer right and we're filling it with all of these nonsense void so I will intentionally get a recorder and say affirmation and then when I take a nap I listen to it and it is healing don't laugh at me it's healing because we're so the mind is like a computer like critical all delete. Critical all delete. All of the bad stuff that we constantly here. I I just need I need a reset button. I need a reset. I need a reprogram. Well, I
3: wouldn't laugh at you. I think I think that that makes sense. I think that you know you you know I think I think affirmations and uh, are, 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 you know let's put it this way it's it's just like the, the the old adage garbage in garbage out you know the more positive things you take in the, the more the more uh, information you take in the more uh, you fill your environment physical spiritual energy with just positivity even if it's from yourself. You know, I, I mean, I, I know I, I will. If I, I I I want to inspire myself sometimes, so I'll I'll have you know past accomplishments on display. You know, to to, to remind myself what I've achieved, so that I can go on to the next thing. So I, I think that you should celebrate yourself, and I think that you I don't I don't think it's crazy. Well, I think Mike from Jersey's crazy.
5: Yeah, I, well, I'm nuts. But what what can let me on the next stage of that question? And talking about the importance of sound, is there an added level to it that you're inserting your own voice with the positive affirmations?
3: Well, in the Ten Commandments, the voice of God was played by Charlton Heston. <laughs> Keep that in mind. No, but but you know, the, I don't know if you remember the movie. I can't remember the name of the movie, but they they talked about the the effect uh, that energy and intent can have on water. Okay, yes. and they showed how. Uh, you know, you know, if, if you put certain words and, and certain sounds, uh, to water, the, the crystals will form differently than if you're, if you're, if you're saying love to it and human beings are in like 80% water. So yes, you are, if you could affect, you know, I walk by my frogs and I, I just say love. Love so so they know they love and I touched the 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 tank and they know so they know so I think you should definitely be saying it to yourself and you are too to listen to sponsored radio WBAI Natchez the name of the show.
5: I love that it's a cool brand.
3: Yeah, I know. He's just like throwing stuff in there. Yeah,
5: Rice and peas. All
3: right. So um, uh, what's the phone number here, from Jersey? 212-209-2877. All right. So Yvette, you're still here. And, and was somebody else here? I think somebody else is here. I see another line lit up. Hello? You're on the air? Hello?
5: Somebody was there.
3: They were. Yvette, you're still here, right? I'm still here. Thank you. All right. Well hang up on that person because they're playing possum so uh i'm going to move on here because we're we're still talking about neuroplasticity and now the last thing i'm going to talk about here besides the repetition background noise and smog on our brains
5: can i ask you one quick question before you move on in terms of in terms of sound how would you say the correlation is this between this and the like the sonic weapons
3: well, I think the fact that there is... <laughs> are no, I'm is, serious. There, listen, first of all, you say it's sonic weapons. That's interesting that you mentioned that because I'm going to bring that into the ah. one of the other stories that 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 is where we are today. Um, where they call the hybrid war. Yes, you know about the hybrid wars, where you're being attacked in different ways. So that that's 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 that as. Let's see, where's, where's Chuck?
5: Like, you can't tell me what's going on with the, in the Cuban embassy the well, Sonic Weapons. That's not a James Bond film.
3: That was the kind of world we'd made. So, yeah, so there it is. Um, well, okay. Okay. This is interesting. This is about to lead into the positive part. Like, you know, Yvette uh, preempted me and talked about, you know, how, how to restorative, you know, because I'm going to talk about that too. But here's the thing, the power of suggestion what we expect influences our behavior for better or worse it says
6: oh a, yeah
3: yeah a lucky rabbit foot a glass of wine a pill what do these things have in common now Ooh, this, this is from a, from APS Association for Psychological mm-hmm. Science and it says here it says there are facts whether we do well on a test whether we mingle at a cocktail party whether we feel better all depend on the power of suggestion, it says in a new article that's published in the uh, current issue of uh, in the issue in, the, in this is from June of this is from June 2012. Keep this in oh, mind. Wow. So this is not news, but this I just figured I'd bring this into the conversation. It says there's an article that's sure covered that? in what's that? Okay. Well, uh, well, let's see. Well, you're, you're trying to preempt me. It, you, you know, but that, that clearly is part of it. It says here this is from Cart Direction Psychological Science. Now, it says here across many studies, research has shown that deliberate suggestion can influence how people perform on learning and memory tests, which products they prefer, and how they respond to supplements and medicines, which accounts for the well known placebo effect. What can Ooh. explain? What can explain? It did say a, placebo effect? Well, that's what it says. Yes, you were preempted.
2: Yes, Oops.
3: it did say placebo effect. So you, you understood before I read it. It says here, but what can explain the powerful and pervasive effect that suggestion has ah. in our lives? The answer lies in our response... Expense, expense Well, alright, pronounce this? Expectancies, response expectancies, or the ways in which we anticipate our responses in various situations. These expectancies set us up for automatic responses that actively influence how we get the outcome we expect. So that, that's, that's the self-fulfilling prophecy part. You know what I'm talking about? So
5: you're about? basically turning yourself into an emotional ripple effect.
3: Well, there it is. It says once we anticipate a specific outcome will occur, our subsequent thoughts and behaviors will actually bring that outcome to fruition. So if a normally shy person expects a glass of wine or two will help him loosen up, he will probably feel less inhibited and approach more people and get more involved over the course of the party, even though he may give credit to the wine. It's clear that his expectations of how the wine would make him feel played a major role. So, I think you get it. I don't think I have to so go into but, of it. So you,
5: but the other aspect of it is you're basically brainwashing yourself.
3: Well, there it is. The power of suggestion. By now, brainwashing yourself. The power of suggestion. Repetition. Neuroplasticity. So, that should be the name of your band, Mike. Neuroplasticity. Yes, that would be the name of the band. So now, here is. Uh, let me let me go to the music for this. Here get to, uh... Okay, here we go. You ready? Okay, there. Let me tell you something. Something I've learned or experienced or. However, the story starts with the words. I think, I think Yvette thought that was me. <laughs> she thought that no, was
2: me. No, but why... Mike, drumming, what are you saying? There's a lot of drums. Why were you um, inspired to play a lot of drum? See, drum, drum is heart. Heartbeat, heartbeat, yes. heartbeat kinesthetic, connection. Every, everything you do is intelligent. Wow, Mike.
3: Inten- intentional. Intentional. Thank you. Thank you. That See? You're checking.
5: She you cool. called you intelligent.
1: Yes, thank you. I, I, thank you.
3: Intelligent. Yes.
2: Intentional.
3: I just keep <laughs> saying that I'm intelligent and she believes it. Yes. I, I'm, I have a tape at home that goes, You are intelligent. Okay. I would have that make, make a tape for me. Mike, Mike. Sargent is intelligent. You're intelligent. And I mean, I go, intelligent. Yes. I mean, the shower is. <laughs> yes, Yvette. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> all right. It's smack on. Yes. All right. So, power of suggestion. Now, here's the last part of how the brain is affected. Breaks, you know. It's like the pumps flowing through your veins, your body, your mind, your soul. something that I think, uh, I'm, I'm sure Yvette is aware of, uh, and most people probably are aware of it, that it affects you, but this article breaks it down. The six ways stress affects your brain.
5: Oh, yeah.
3: Now, keep, keep in mind, we're talking, we're talking about all these factors are constantly affecting our brain. And it's not just affecting our brain that we're depressed, or affecting our brain that that we don't have cognitive ability, you know, or we can't learn as well, or there's a decline. All that stuff's going on, but at the same time, we're constantly being brainwashed, or brainwashing ourselves. And stress—the more you read about what's going on in the world, how can you not be stressed? So, here is how stress affects your brain. So. This is what I'm also saying. Now, coming, coming back to the neuroplasticity and, and have we gone insane? And how easy is it? Someone whose cognitive ability is is impaired by pollution and noise. And, and, and we haven't even gotten to, to what you eat and, and how that affects your brain. We haven't even touched upon that. Lack of brain food. We haven't even gotten into food. We've just gotten into all the things that we create. Wouldn't
5: you agree that human beings at this very point in time have been bombarded by more sensory input than any other human beings in any other
3: time before? And doesn't that impair our cognitive ability? All right. So now here's what stress does. And we probably have more stress now than ever before. But I don't know. I mean, you know, I, 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 I say that, you know, it's relative because I think as a black person... It was definitely more stressful 100 years ago than it is right now. Not that it isn't straight. I'm just, you know, just going to say, okay, like it, oh, 100 it's, years uh, before, 100 years earlier than that, yeah, that was really stressful too. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say, you know, but I'm just... 200 years I, from now? Uh, ago? In the past, yeah, that was it. I was a stressful time. Alright, so now, here's what stressed. I think that's the
2: first time I've ever heard you identify.
3: <laughs> well, I guess I identify. I am a black Say you're am, not black, Mike. I am black, and I'm intelligent block. So, all right, all right. Here we go. This is what streets are. The six ways stress can. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. It impairs memory. One effect chronic stress that researchers have observed is memory impairment. Specifically, it's been noted people who are stressed tend to be more forgetful and less likely to remember specific information. Researchers believe that even minor stress, such as being late to work, can cause you to forget simple things like where your keys are. One study performed in older rats—pay attention, Michael Jersey—even <laughs> noted that high levels of cortisol cause short-term memory declines. According to Dr. Kerry Ressler, scientific research officer at Clean Hospital and professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School, basic idea is that the brain is shunting its resources. Because it's in survival mode, oh my not memory mode. Yeah. So there it is. So that's number Better one.
5: We only use as much power as we
3: need. Is. Yes, exactly. Light All right. Light. Now, here's where we get into the, the overarching theme here. Changes the brain's structure. Your brain is composed of gray matter and white matter. Gray matter is used for decision-making and problem-solving, while white matter is used to connect regions of the brain and communicate information. It has been noted that during times of chronic stress, the myelin sheaths that make up white matter become overproduced while less gray matter is produced. When this happened, when this happens, there can be an imbalance in gray and white matter, and in some cases result in permanent changes to the brain I like
2: structure. It. I like it. You knew like this.
3: It. You knew this. You knew this, right? Okay. You ready? I like
2: now. I like it.
3: Now here's. She's into it. Here's the final. This is not the final. Uh, this is not the final point, but this is the final nail in the coffin of my point. Oh my God. Okay. Stress. This is number three of what it can do to you. More susceptible to mental illness. Right. Right. All right, an imbalance between white and gray matter can also play a role in the development of mental illness. The theory is that having excess myelin in certain areas of brain interferes with the timing and balance of communication. It was also noted that the chronic stress can be negatively can negatively alter hippocampal function. The hippocampus is involved in memory, specifically spatial memory, memory consolidation, and memory transfer.
2: Can I just say something?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: So why why does it have to be color? White, gray.
3: Well, they, they cut the brain yeah. open, and that's what's in there. That's what's in there? No, they got there photos. They got. Why
2: does it have to be like racial?
3: Well, you see, I don't know that it's racial. I mean, gray. Who are the gray people? Who are the gray people? The gray people. The grays. The the grays. The (laughs) grays. Well, you know, the aliens (laughs) are called the grays, if if you know about alien culture.
5: Aren't the black ones really scary? Or like they bring doom? Isn't the gray matter like
2: lacking a color? Ah, you know, gray is a color.
3: Gray is a color. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. Wait, doesn't mad. this
5: actually lead into a topic that you've brought up before? Crazy making.
3: Well, now you see, our society is crazy making. Crazy making is a thing. Yes. Crazy making, is like you're around crazy people, you go crazy. So think about it. If you watch crazy people on TV. Right. You know. They connect, like you, can, you connect the dots. Now, here are the two, the, the last three things that it does. Okay. Stress kills brain cells. It's been suggested by researchers that chronic stress can even kill new neurons in the brain's hippocampus. Now, stress also shrinks the brain. The overall volume of the brain tends to remain about the same, but it's been found that chronic stress otherwise health in otherwise healthy individuals can cause areas of the brain associated with emotions, metabolism, and memory to shrink. Chronic stress also made people more likely to explain, experience brain shrinkage when exposed to intense stressors. That did, means did people. Wait, that means people under constant stress may find yes. it harder to deal with future stress. Now, I've definitely Perfect. met some people with brain shrinkage. I can tell you that. Yes. What? What were you gonna say? A lot of
2: color stress. This is the gray matter.
3: Well, you know, it's overall shrinkage.
5: So, I mean, you know. I'm getting stressed just hearing about this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Daryl McPherson,
3: here. yes. What were you going to tell me?
6: The answer is entrainment therapy.
3: And training to be hysterical, you said?
6: No. Da, da, da. Entrainment therapy.
3: Entrainment therapy, okay. Right.
6: right. You can do eyes, which is E-D-M-R, I believe. You can do binaural B. And there's a third one, which I'm unclear about. However, WBAI offers a premium which will help cure your stress challenge and will increase your neuron plasticity, enable you to um, increase your epigenetics, and all in all increase the number of dollars coming into the station and you Mike can make it happen.
3: Alright, I'm gonna make it happen, yes.
6: Right. so one, one, of, one, of the, one of the means of entrainment therapy is called um, binaural beat, in which you put the brain in the state of state by putting uh, un, different sounds into each ear. Once you're in the state of state, you reprogram your subconscious. Voila station is saved, James Scott comes wow. back to her, and everything is happy. Voila. Well, Daryl. How much I, did you pay? Yeah. No,
3: Daryl is, you know, he's well, running
6: for What would be breath. nice
2: if we can just
3: go voila. I like voila. I just think we need to find the ancient words. Yeah. It's, it's in that, that board game. Now, here's the last thing about stress, just to know, just to know about oh, yeah. stress. Stress is not all bad. Stress improves cognitive function. That's right. It says moderate stress can actually improve. That's right. Moderate stress can actually improve brain performance by strengthening the connection between neurons in the brain. This helps right. improve memory and attention. There right. it is. But I think it all has to do with how you handle things. You see. Oh,
2: but we have to be in fight or flight, or otherwise.
3: We have to be what? We have to be what? What did you say? We
2: need to be in fight or flight.
3: We need to be what?
2: I think that's. Oh, the fight! Oh,
3: are you saying fight or flight? Oh,
2: fight or saying? flight. Yes. We're not stimulating our pituitary gland and our amygdala. where there is no fight or flight, we go to the grocery store. We buy food. We need to be more challenged. I think.
3: Well, it says here. This is this is um, what they say about uh, how your brain reacts to uncertain times. It says your attention creates your reality. That's something to keep in That's mind. That. Your attention is vulnerable to stress, threat, and poor mood. Your attention is limited, so is your working memory. Your attention wanders often. Your attention is linked to your emotions. Your attention is essential for connection. And this part I'll read. Your attention can time travel. We can recall precious memories. We can imagine and plan. we can get trapped in the past or the future. We can long for the way life used to be. Or we can worry and catastrophize.
5: Unfortunately, I recognize too many of these symptoms.
3: Well, it also says here, I'll, I'll read the last couple. It says that uh, this is all uncertain times. Your attention is easily fooled. Your attention can be a bad boss. But, as... As I think... Uh, Saying your attention is trainable. Yes. So it, it does come down to what you're going to pay attention to, what you're going to focus on, what you're going to give energy to. Are you going to give energy to the problem or to the solution? How do we?
2: How
5: do we? Fix the crazy mic.
2: On, expand. What you say you focus
3: on, Wait, Yvette, I didn't. You
2: focus, I,
3: I didn't hear what you said. Say that again.
2: Whatever you focus on, expand Of course. So focus on adjectives, not negative.
3: Well, I'll go back to number one here. Your attention. Creates your reality.
2: Right.
5: You just explained our entire country.
2: I <laughs> 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 I love you, Mike from New Jersey. Oh.
5: Why? Thank you.
2: Hopefully, oh, they have
3: from Jersey, he is from Jersey, but his name is not Mike. I'm
5: Mike. I'm not from originally from Jersey.
3: You're not originally. You're not even. They're
5: not even from Jersey. I did some time there. He, I'm from this town. He's Mike from Jersey, but his name is not
3: Mike, and he's not he really live. from Jersey. So he's uh he's. You can call me M. I can call you George. George Santos. <laughs> okay. I'm doing the show with George Santos, also known yeah. as Mike from Jersey.
5: How dare you?
3: <laughs> That's only George Santos would say that. <laughs> oh.
2: Mike Sargent. Evette Vega. You're my mentor.
3: Am I? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh yes. how, how sad for you.
2: You are my
5: mentor. I can be your new
3: mentor. No. <laughs> no, yes. Mike Curzzi. You don't even know who he is. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so end on a positive note here, because I did do some, uh, and, and I'll just read you the the titles here, uh, How to Clean Your Mind, Eight Techniques to Try, How to Detox Your Brain Naturally, How to Do a Mental Cleanse to Feel Whole, and and this article caught my eye. Our brains were not built for this much uncertainty. have to touch on that for a second because this is from the harvard business review it says here prior to the pandemic the working world already felt like most of us like or, or most of us like it was undergoing rapid unrelenting change changes in customer preferences client employee expectations competitive advantages now this is the business review this is business this is towards business people this is this is an article for people in business COVID-19 managed to upend a few things that felt relatively predictable where, like where we spend our working hours, how we collaborated with colleagues and whether or not we bothered to put real pants on each day. Today, leaders across industries are feverishly trying to figure out what the new normal needs to look like, which seems to be constantly shifting under their feet. And it says to stay motivated as we encounter unprecedented levels of uncertainty in every aspect of our lives. We should understand that the human brain was not built for this Knowing what your brain does well and what it does surprisingly poorly can give you a much clearer sense of The strategies you need not just to endure but to thrive So it basically says what Yvette was saying, it says, for most of human history, we've been hunter gatherers living in groups where individuals establish roles and lies, where while life was sometimes largely unpredictable, sometimes dangerous, the evolved, the brain evolved to be remarkably good at recognizing patterns and building habits. And that comes back to what Yvette was talking about, the flight or fight. Yes. And we don't do that. So, And it goes on just to say that we set expectations we lift to bigger picture thinkings. They call this, you can pretty much, uh, you can think pretty much anything at different levels of extraction or concreteness. Psychologists call this level of construal. For example, the act of voting can be described as participating in democracy. That's high level construal or checking a box on a form, low level construal. I'll let you I'll let you chew wow. on that. I'll let you chew wow. on that. Yes.
6: So, wow. yes. Wow. so Mike, see that's what we can we, we set up the conception and then we live out what it is that we want to manifest.
3: Well not only what we want to what we believe we can manifest. Because Correct. we can, you know what we believe. What, our belief is our reality and it's self-creating it's self-perpetuating and it's self-programming so uh, I'm just going to go to this article here about eight uh, ways to give your mind a deep cleaning eight ways to give your mind a deep cleaning and they have a woman like singing while she's vacuuming right? that's like a photo they have a photo a woman singing.
1: She's hoovering, as they would say in the yeah, UK. Yeah, she's
3: singing into the vacuum.
1: Okay.
3: All right. Yeah, exactly. This just you know, they didn't have they they couldn't hire an, an illustrator. This is Healthline <laughs> magazine. Alright, so it says here giving your brain a quick reboot when you feel stressed or stuck can help clear out the backlog of thoughts in your working memory and leave you with a tidier mental workspace. Now, all of these things I'm sure uh Yvette does one and this is the Jedi thing here practice mindfulness wow. training yourself to become more mindful can benefit you in a number of ways it can help you stay present pad one and focus on what's happening around you being present wow. yeah, that's right being present among other things can you can give your co-worker your full attention Mike from Jersey where did you get that shirt I'm very, I'm very mindful, mindful. Love I'm very mindful. Okay, yeah. and, here, and here's how to be mindful. They even tell you how to do it. You ready? It says here, it says here. focus on sensations. Use your five focus. senses. That's right. Use your five senses to fully tune okay. in to the experiences of daily life, however yeah. mundane they might okay. seem to be. Pay attention to the rhythm of the sponge. The scent of the
2: cleaner. Pay attention.
3: The smooth texture of the tub. Hello. M- cycling to work. Notice the wind on your face. The different scents in different areas you pass. It also says focus on your breath. If you start to feel overwhelmed. There, and, that's right. Intentionally slowing your breath down can help you ground yourself and return to the present.
1: True.
3: That's right. True. Breathe breath. in slowly. Hold Everything. the breath for a few seconds. Then breathe out. Repeat ten times. Do this. Right
2: is everything
3: do it now I will tell you I will tell you when I will tell you how you will not betray will me okay. <laughs> it, says, it says here it says also it says it's you are right, this is the last thing that tells you from for me mindfulness stay curious <laughs> fully opening your mind to what you can learn from a given situation like listening to night shift can help you maintain your concentration when feelings say come up, career. yeah, no, it didn't say like <laughs> this. I, like, like, listen, I, I, like, I editorialized, okay? I added that. All right, it says, but when feelings come up, ask yourself say what triggered them. That's right. Now, this is another one they recommend, and I saw this on a number of lists. And I'm just going to go through these quickly because we only have a couple minutes here. Write it out. When your mind brims over with stressful thoughts, it's not necessary, it's not easy to sort through them. So if you keep a journal,
5: or just write it down you can,
3: you can decrease intrusive thoughts and other mental clutter so and they said get musical so some people they said plenty of people enjoy listening to music and I highly and then as Yvette said earlier sleep it off a good night's sleep can refresh you <laughs> when you feel physically okay. tired. Sleep That's it right. That's right. It yeah. says sleep it off. Yes, it is. Insufficient or sleep poor sleep off. can interfere with your ability to solve problems and make decisions.
1: That explains That's a right.
3: lot. Yes, it does. And then it also says take a walk. Take a walk and keep your space tidy. Let me just say. That I, rules you had, Mike. No, I redid my office, and I'm happy.
5: Oh, really? That's feng right. Shui?
3: Feng Shui. Well, you know, it's Feng Shui as I could get it. So, I just want to say that you are tuned to listener to sponsored radio WBAI 99.5 FM, and this has been Night Shift. I'm Mike Sargent. I'm here with Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. Yvette Vega, who's here. Darrell McPherson, thank you for calling and, and showing your support. Thank you. For BAI, and I'm glad that you're still listening after all these years. And... Uh, if you've enjoyed this show, please Leap it off. make a pledge right now in the name of Night Shift. I say make a $75 pledge just to say, you know what? That was $75 worth of entertainment and information, and it was worth it to me. And you can call 212-209-2950. That's 212-209-2950. Or you can go to give2wbai.org. To That's give2wbai.org. And make a pledge. Just do it. Just do it. Show support for a listener-sponsored radio.
5: And become a buddy in the name of my
3: Become a buddy in the name of my That's right. For only $20 a month. It's like subscribing to anything. You can even do it for $19. Only tonight. $19 a month. How about that? Call Become a WBAI Buddy. 212-209-2950. Until next time, I'm here Mondays from 10 p.m. to midnight showing you how life is like science fiction. And Yvette, thank you for calling. Thank you for, all. Thank you for having me, Mike.
1: And thank you, Mike.